Good evening, everybody. Uh, glad to, uh, well, for those of you who've tuned in, you can see me. I can't see you, but I'll just picture the faces of those that I know and then uh, imagine some of the others that folks who may see this that I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but anyways, we're, we're glad to be back and, and appreciate all the prayers um, and, and uh, feeling better. Uh, do need to remember all those on our prayer request list and because I wasn't at church Sunday I didn't get a new prayer request list because we didn't have service Sunday we had several um, sick this last week uh, but we'll start off with our immediates uh, continue to pray for Sister Donna Faye's grandson uh, in the hospital uh, Brother Mike's in the hospital recovering from his surgery uh, so remember him uh, Brother Jerry had his PET scan and uh, they seen some activity in his back and they're thinking that it may be a fracture and so we're praying that it is a fracture not cancer which you know we don't want either one uh, but if it's going to be one let it be the other uh, let it be the fracture um, so do remember him in your prayers Sister Joanne uh, glad to know that uh, Everybody else is kind of getting over everything. Uh, not heard from Brother Danny and Sister Kenya, but uh, anyways, remember them as they were sick. And Brandon, uh, Brian, Zach, both, or Zach and the girls, uh, better, myself better. Praise the Lord, uh, Lynette and uh, Mariah hadn't got anything, and we thank the Lord for that. Uh, Jacob and Kayla and, and uh, the kids, they all had some stuff and Kayla had a migraine and uh, from being up so much with the kids as they were sick and then Jacob uh, but uh, they're better so we praise the Lord for that uh, remember Timothy King in your prayers uh, in uh, our shut-ins brother Junior and sister Mary Jane uh, continue to pray for all of our church family uh, we just want to lift them up and, and lift one another up in prayer uh, praying for Israel Praying for our country and for the Palestinians too. It's it's not a matter of uh, one life is more valuable than the other. Uh, every life is valuable to God. That's why Jesus Christ died uh, and rose again. And it's it's the Father interceding so that uh, every life to Him matters and is valuable. Uh, but we know that uh, we've got to stand on the Lord's side. So uh, let's pray. Uh, for that situation there uh, and what's going on there and again uh, uh, praying for all the lost and those that are uh, backslidden uh, this is a vital time in our lifetime and, and God oftentimes gives us warnings uh, gives us uh, I guess you could say gives us some pushes to try to get us to get where we need to be and so uh, remember uh, one another in the house. So with that, we'll go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get into our our study tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord, and we love you. We praise you, dear God, for your many blessings. Asking you, Lord, help us this evening to do your will, to praise and worship your name. Dear God, asking you tonight to help us to uh, do that which you'd have us to do so that we can bring glory to you. Uh, Father, help us direct people to you. Uh, Father, we pray, Lord, tonight that they'll seek you out. Lord, we're praying for those that are lost and those who are in conflicts and wars, dear God. Uh, Father, we know tonight that all these things would cease if people would give their lives over to you. 
And we ask you, Lord, touch those that are in the hospitals, touch those that are still sick or afflicted, dear God, and those that are grieved. Uh, Lord, just reach down and touch them in mighty and special, powerful ways, dear God, that only you can. And dear God, we ask you, Lord, help us truly find, uh, dear God, the desire to help one another, to exhort one another. Uh, Father, the Bible talks about comforting one another. And Lord, we just pray that you'd help us to do these things, Father, tonight. And we'll give you glory, we'll give you praise, Lord, in the precious holy name of Christ Jesus. And in amen. Amen. We're uh, thankful tonight to uh, be back, as we said. I uh, want to touch on a subject, though, that uh, I guess is uh, maybe a touchy subject. But if you'll bear with us, we will, uh, we will start off with kind of, I guess, an uh, onset as to what we're looking at. Uh, the Bible... I believe uh, it's no mistake if you follow us or go to church or any of my folks listening tonight. Uh, the King James Bible, I believe, is the inspired Word of God. I believe it's infallible. Um, it is exactly everything God said it, it's going to be. The day we're living in, the hour that we're living in, uh, I notice that there's a lot of things being said and uh, no doubt in your mind, my mind that as things progress, if they get progressively worse, there's going to be people who are going to start seeking God in some manner, some way. There, there's going to be folks who uh, decide that it's time to, I guess, wake up and start trying to figure out who God is, who Christ is, um, how to follow him, how to serve him, uh, and there's all kinds of doctrines and religions and, and, and other gospels in this world. And while some of us disagree on certain things and we go to the scriptures and we say this is why we disagree and we go to the same scriptures, in other words, we, we'll hold to the King James and we'll say we, we disagree, you know, and, and stuff. I, I don't want to go down that road and, and, and pick too hard right there. But there's a definite difference between people who say, you know, well, I believe that the church is going to rapture out here or the church is going to rapture out here or the church is going to go over here. There, there's, there's a difference in that. And just a simple another gospel, another way to Jesus or another way to heaven, uh, another way to eternity, uh, uh, another way to paradise, uh, however you want to look at it. And we could disagree and, and, and say, you know, uh, or, or agree rather, not disagree, but agree. Uh, most likely those who, who would listen to this would, would agree uh, and say, you know what? Uh, I, I agree that Catholicism, that's another gospel. That's way out there. You can't pray through Mary. You can't pray through Paul. You can't pray through Peter. I mean, you can't pray the Pope's not Christ incarnate here. And, and we could look at that and we say that, that's, a, that's a false gospel. Now those over there in that, they don't believe that. They've been deceived and brought into that. And I know what I'm talking about there because I'm, I'm from that side of things to a point. And we could look out and we could talk about the Jehovah Witnesses and how that they believe 144,000 of them are going to get to go to heaven and 
and the rest are going to be down on earth and, and, and just look at their thing because they believe Jesus was a great prophet, but does not, when you get into their studies and their teachings, he's not the God. He's, he's not God in the flesh. He's not in, in that aspect. Mormonism the same way. There's, there's a lot of things you can go through there and you can see these things and we can say, okay, these are, these are ways over here. Then we can point at other little cult things that go on throughout time, you know, David Koresh and so forth. And uh, Jimmy, uh, was it Jimmy Jones uh, down there in South America and, and just different things like that. And we can say, those are cults. Those are way out there, you know, and, and uh, you say, well, brother, anyway, about Satanism and stuff. Well, well we, we would throw that one out there as a blanket. It would be there, period. But, but what I'm getting at tonight is this. If you're not careful, another gospel really is something so similar to the real gospel that it deceives you and you miss the true gospel going after another gospel. And it comes in subtle ways. It comes in uh, ways in which people try to, and, you know, like an old snake, they try to slither in their peace from kindly and, you know, not, not cause any disturbances. You know, a rattlesnake can get in real close to you without ever making a noise. Uh, and then all of a sudden you realize it's the rattlesnake because you move and it alerts. But, but that's the way Satan is. And so, you know, for me, uh, when I look at the Bible and I, and I read the Bible, I, I think that this is the gospel. Anything outside of this is another gospel. It's, there's subtle differences, people say. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the whole point. Subtle differences oftentimes make a huge impact. In order to prove that, we want to look in Genesis chapter 3 and, and look at what happened to Adam and Eve. And then we got four verses of scripture we're going to look at. The Bible says, Now the serpent was more subtile than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Think about that. He, he is subtile. He is subtle. He is slick. We, we know this, the devil, he is a smooth talker. Uh, the Bible says it's uh, not any amazing thing that he can appear as an angel of light. I mean, it's, it's real simplistic when we look at these things here. But, but he is subtile. He's easy. He's, you know, I, today we look at snakes and we, we jump. It, they scare us. It doesn't matter if they're poisonous or non-poisonous. They catch our eyes. In the Garden of Eden, this was, this was not any uh, big new experience, I guess, so to say. We can't understand that, but it's, it's in the Scripture. But he said, and he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now, now just think about this. He's, he comes in and he's acting like he's just being, let's just be buddy-buddy. Let's fellowship on this. Hey, what did God really say? A lot of times people say, well, what does is, what is the word of God really say? What does it really mean? What, is, what has God really said? And the woman said in the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the, mid, of, of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall surely not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, I know a lot of people point out that God said you should not eat it. Uh, didn't, you know, uh, say anything about touching it, so to say. I'd, I'd have to go back, but, but they point out, you know, the differences there. Uh, but look at the serpent. The serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. 
I mean, he, he's, he knows what, what God was talking about. He understands that God is telling Adam and Eve, and not only are you going to uh, have a spiritual death because we're going to, the communion between you and I is going to be broke if you disobey my commandments. But remember this, and, and, and I've, I've, I've yet to find uh, any verse of scripture that tells me differently, but Adam and Eve, not knowing sin, not doing anything wrong, would have lived forever and ever. It's paradise. It's the Garden of Eden. It's, it's the place where God comes in the cool of the day and talks and walks with Adam and Eve. It's a place of fellowship of the Lord. It, it's vital. So he lied to Eve, but in that his lie is there, listen to how he goes on. For God doth know in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods. Now, you and I both know this, that we are made in the image of God. In his image, and his likeness, he created us. He created us in the image of him and his son, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. And I mean, he said, let us make men in our image. And he did this. And he, But here's the subtile of the devil. Here's the subtleness of what he's doing. Now, now he says, you're not going to die. Instead, many preachers have said this, you're going to be enlightened. Your eyes are going to be opened. You're going to see like you've never saw before. You're going to perceive like you've never perceived before. And, but, he, but he adds to this, he said, then, and ye shall be as gods. Now here's the difference. There's a little G there saying that they will be one, more than one God. Now they're going to be as gods. They're going to be high and lifted up. They're going to have all knowledge and <clears throat> all abilities. And the truth of the matter is this, before they eat, they are gods, which means they're a possession of God. They belong to God, and they still belong to God after eating it. This, the difference is, is the relationship. You and I, we belong to God. We are gods. We are God's children. When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life, we are God's children. And the devil knows that in the day that we do that, he loses so he was causing division. It was his job to do so. But he presented to Eve a different gospel than what God had presented to Eve, Adam and Eve. If you think about it, <clears throat> when God made them and set them in the Garden of Eden, and he told them that he could, they should eat of every tree except for the tree which is in the, garden, in the midst of the Garden of Eden, which was the tree of knowledge, uh, it said this in verse 16, chapter 2, And the Lord, the Lord God commanded man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou may freest eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now think about it. That, that was God's talking to Adam. Now, Adam gets Eve, and we know the end of the story. Adam blames Eve. Eve blames the serpent. You know, they're, they're all guilty in what they do, but, but the, the serpent presented to them a, another gospel, and also in this aspect, another Jesus, so to say, because they were now being elevated 
to a different level. A lot of religions today want to try to elevate people to a new level. Uh, tell them they become godlike. You know, uh, I, I've heard evangelistic preachers on television telling their people that they are God. You know, it's just that they're not the God of creation, but they're 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 God in some way. They're uh, they're Jesus. Is you know, if they if you're seeing them, you're seeing Jesus. And I'm just. You know, they're they're presenting a false Jesus. They're presenting a false Christ. And uh, that's what the devil did here. He took and he twisted the words a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit, made another gospel, gave that to Eve. Eve fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. She took and got the fruit, saw it was pleasant to the eye. She, she, She picked it. She ate it. She gave it to her husband, Adam, who was with her. And, and, and the end thereof is death. Because of sin, every man dies. Without Jesus Christ, our death here, our physical death, leads to an eternal spiritual death, which is hell. Because of Jesus Christ, if we accept him, though, because we die out to him, we have eternal life through Christ Jesus, which is eternity in heaven. Now, the gospel is real plain about this. But, but sometimes we look at verses of Scripture, and, and, and I, I, do, I do a lot of times, and, and, and I pick on things because the, the Bible's important to me. That's why, you know, whenever we talk about Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, the form of the fourth man was like the Son of God. Nebuchadnezzar says in the King James, just about every other version says a Son of the gods. That's, that's a subtile difference. But it's definitely a difference that's big enough and it's major enough. It just comes out the tongue of the devil. I mean, just think about it. He's saying that any God could have been down there in the fire with them three and they'd have been all right because Nebuchadnezzar, he couldn't see the true God. He couldn't see the true son of God. It was just a son of the gods. It was like that. But Remember this, we're smart enough to realize that all the idols and the things that they made back then didn't move, but this was moving, loose and walking. It had to be real. And if it's real, it can't be an idol, so it can't be a son of the gods. It had to be the son of God. But again, that's a subtle difference. Isaiah says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Every other version, How art thou fallen from heaven, O morning star? And uh, what a a subtile difference, right? You know, because people say, well, well, Lucifer means bright and morning star. No, it didn't. It meant son of the dawn. He was a light bearer, not the light. The morning star is light, not a light bearer. Big difference between that. But again, just subtile words. You jump over in uh, Brother Cecil... uh, Garrison, I believe it was, um, heard the story where he went into a Bible bookstore. He was with a young minister. He uh, asked that young minister, he said, pick up that New King James Bible over there and open it up to John 14 and read what it says there. And he opens it up and it reads and he says, let thy heart uh, let not the heart be troubled. If thou believe in God, thou believest in me also in my father's house. Ha- in my father's house are many rooms, uh, or in my father's home, or something. 
maybe it's father's house or many rooms or, or something to that effect. Uh, but he said rooms, and, and people live on that today. They, they quote that scripture so frequently and easily, and yet your King James Bible says, in my father's house are many mansions. God's got something for me and you up there that you and I could never get down here. Subtile difference. And the thing of it is, though, is people accept these things, just like Adam and Eve in the garden accepted the words of the serpent. And in the end, it cost them their life because they died. Have they died without Christ or without faith and belief and trust in God? They spend, they'll spend eternity in hell, but dying with their faith and their trust and their belief in God and what God is doing and, and, and looking ahead as we, we know the scriptures teaches us as, as things was. Then when Christ came, they, they, they received that eternal reward. They received salvation because of their faith in belief in God and what he said in believing that that promise would be fulfilled. Now, they didn't have that. It comes later on in Abraham, but nonetheless, still working in the concepts of listening to what God says. But you jump over into the book of First Corinthians, or Second Corinthians chapter 4, excuse me, chapter 11. I'll get all this right in just a second. Listen to what Paul says. Verse 1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but, with, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Now, now look at this very, very verse of scripture here. First off, we have a ministry, we've received mercy, and we faint not. And, and the ministry is to show other people the mercies of God through Jesus Christ, telling them salvation, <clears throat> proclaiming them that, that no longer is it law, the, the works, the law of works, but it's the law of grace, faith through Jesus Christ said but we've hit but we've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty not walking in craftiness and that's exactly what the devil did he he was dishonest he walked in craftiness he had a smooth tongue and a slick way of presenting things and it caused the fall of man and today if we're not careful we're going to go through this same thing we, we see it all around us in what we call the obvious uh, false religions the obvious false cults but just remember, when they change the words in the Bible, they're changing the word that is supposed to be the word of God. And it can allow you and I, if we're not careful, and others who are looking for this as time begins to progress through, who are looking to be deceived and not believing the facts. Because think, think about this way here. My, my Bible, my King James Bible says in Romans chapter 1, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And the other trans versions, I was called them translation versions, it says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, but it never to say of the gospel of Christ. Well, see, the devil had his gospel. He presented, and it wasn't the gospel that God had given. God said, don't. The devil said, go ahead. 
It's not really as bad as what God says it's going to be. And there's a lot of people teaching that today. Go ahead and do what you're doing. It's okay. Just all you got to do is believe. And if you believe, and you know, it doesn't matter how things go after that, you're just not going to have so much in heaven and so forth. So that's another gospel. Your Bible doesn't say that. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who believe that way. And again, I'm not going to go too hard down that road in, in some aspects, but can I tell you this? My Bible tells me that if I believe in the gospel that I should live it. You know, uh, we, we walk not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Romans 8, for there is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. That's, that's, that's in your King James. That's in the other versions. But remember this. The King James goes on and says, Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Why? Because that's the gospel. We've got to walk according to the will and the plan, the purpose of God, and the calling of God that we have through the Word of God. And that's the gospel. To leave that out and then tell people, See, you're all right. Nothing's going to go wrong. That's another gospel. That's a fake gospel. That's a weak gospel. It deceives people. So he says, going on, he said, but if our gospel is hid to hidden them that are lost, and yet today, today people will tell you, well, the, the reason you can't understand the gospel is you're still trying to read the King James, and if you'll get out of the King James and, and go over here to this other one, then you'll understand it. Well, when you go to the other one and it doesn't tell you the truth, you got a false gospel. If you jump over to Galatians chapter 1, two times in your King James Bible you will find the words, um, not even before you jump over there, Keep back in, 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 in 2 Corinthians. I'm sorry, i got one more verse of Scripture. It said, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest, they, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Do you see that? Lest the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So, so when we look at this, it's talking about this, that there's a glorious gospel that, that you and I have. And it's the glorious gospel of Christ in chapter 4, verse 1. I'm, I'm still in the wrong area there for you, but, but I'll get up here and catch up to you. Uh, didn't mean to do that. I knew I had it right and wrong at the same time. And uh, didn't realize it, but God, God knew I needed to read that scripture, okay? But chapter 11 now, whom the God, who would, would to God that you bear with me a little of my folly indeed with me, for I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. I have espoused you to one husband, that's God, that I may present you as a chaste virgin bride to Christ. But I fear lest by any means the servant, as, as the servant, serpent, beguiled Eve through his civility, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, whom ye have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, 
which you have not accepted, you might well bear with him. And he's telling them, this is what I just was talking about over here again, that there's a false gospel. The, the serpent gave a false gospel. Eve fell for it. Adam fell for it. There's a false gospel because Satan walks in his own craftiness. He renounces God and, and we should renounce the hidden things of dishonesty, not, not renouncing God. And they use and handles, he uses and handles the word of God deceitfully. The reason he does that is because he doesn't want you to see the true gospel. And yet the Bible tells us if our gospel is going to be hid, it's going to be hid to them that do not believe if you have the true gospel. And the serpent is the one who does that. <clears throat> and if they do it with enticing words and simplicity words, remember James is told that, or, or, or Timothy is told that there's coming a time when they will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They want enticing words and they want, um, uh, uh, I don't know, people to proclaim theologies and, and stuff. I was, uh, and I won't go down that road there, but, but, but they, they, you know, somebody who can come and talk to them in Hebrew and Greek and, and just really, I guess you might say, brighten up the room and, and make everybody in the room feel like they're really listening to somebody who's really got it all together. And the truth of the matter is this. If you want to have it all together, you need to have it all in one Bible and you need to have it all through the Word, the true Word of God. Stand there and you'll never be uh, in trouble. But he said that he, he would, he would warn them that there would be some who would come in and they would do just like the serpent did to Eve and they would use subility, subtility and they would uh, try to corrupt their minds away from Christ. And he says, For he that cometh and preacheth another Jesus, you know, there's only one Jesus. He was and is and always will be. Uh, he did not die, and that was the end of it. He was not a good man. He was not a prophet or a good prophet. He was not born a man and woman. He is the Son of God, God in the flesh, conceived in Eve, but was of the Holy Ghost. It wasn't a sexual relationship. It was a miraculous miracle of what God did in order for Him to be with us. And so, you know, they're trying to preach another Jesus whom we preach or another spirit. Uh, I'm going to tell you the Holy Spirit is not a spirit of confusion. He's not a spirit of uh, fear, per se, you know. Uh, those who... Uh, well, I'll be real careful there. When you go to church... You should not be scared to death because people are going haywire crazy. Okay? And when I say that, I'm just, I'm just telling you, there's a difference between Holy Ghost filled, shouting, singing, praising the Lord, and uh, crazy. Another spirit. Spirit that ain't of God. And he says another gospel, which is not the gospel of Christ. It's not the gospel that you and I should be listening to. It's corrupt, it's subtile, it's, it leads you down the wrong path. And so he said, you know, if they come in doing this, he said he's afraid 
that you might well bear with him. And, and that means you might just kind of go along with him. And I'm just, church, I, I'm thankful for our church to say that, you know, we're, we're going to stick with the King James. Um, the Free Will Baptist is, is losing its... Um, standing because it doesn't matter what version of the scripture or the Bible you use as long as you pay the dues you're in good standing there was a day when, when churches divided over the word now they divide over the money uh, and, and I'm just saying tonight we've got to be very careful because the devil will use these things against us uh, and he will try to show himself to be God, and you won't have the power of God, you won't have the word of God that will keep you safe and instructed if you're not lining up and standing over on the truth. Uh, Galatians chapter 1, and I'll close. These are the last three places in Scripture you'll find uh, these words, but another gospel is found two times in Scripture, First and Second Corinthians 11, 4, or Second um, Corinthians 11, 4. Again, it's found in verse 6 of this chapter. And then two more times, it preaches other gospel <clears throat> or talks about other gospel. And again, these are found here as well. Uh, so Paul says this, starting in verse 1, he said, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by, the will, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, Grace be unto you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that we might that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Now, now realize this, that uh, they were trying to bring back a, a, a law plus works and a works plus law or, or, or faith. And, and, you know, uh, you can't have one without the other. And I, I'm just going to say it like James said it. Um, he said, show me thy faith without thy works, but I will show you my faith by my works. In other words, James says faith results in doing the will of God. But trying to do something to earn your salvation you can't do the hebrew roots move it you, that that's not going to do it showing up on church on the on sabbath saturday is not going to do it uh you know uh it, it, you and i cannot get salvation by what we do other than by repenting and accepting jesus christ as lord and savior of our lives so he said that you know he was marveled that they're so soon. And that's why it's so important to get grounded. That's why it's so important not only to get grounded, but, but to stay in that, to, to, to get more and more and more instead of less and less and less. And the day we're living in, when churches should be focusing on more, they're, they're trying to figure out how to do less and then have more. Well, you can have more people in a service if you don't have very much service. In other words, there's not a whole lot of God. There's a whole lot of entertainment. But you cannot get more of God by doing less for God, with God, and because of God. That's not how it works. So that other gospel that they were getting with, you know, is not what 
kind of what I'm talking about here tonight, but they were trying to mix the two, law and grace together. He said, which is not another. It's not, it's not even a gospel, he says, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Remember again, this is important because when we're looking at this, Paul, in, in Romans, he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And here again, he calls it the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you. See the word, any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be accursed. In other words, he don't listen to that person. They're not telling you the truth. And today we'll say, well, you know, they're not that far off. Or, well, you know, it's not that big of a difference. I'm here to tell you when it goes against the word of God, it's big. It's very big. It, it, again, you know, we can read the scriptures and we can come down to certain things. But listen to me, when we start saying that you, there's many roads to heaven or there's many roads to God, that, that's a lie. That's, that's the devil's lie. Don't follow that. Don't follow that. And he goes on and he says again. He said, as we said before, so say I now again, if any man, I'm going to tell you something. The problem we have today in society is we follow man rather than we follow God. I have told people, you have told people, no doubt. There are people who've been told and, 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 and they say, don't, he's not telling you this. Well, I, you know, he's my pastor and I love him and I, I can't listen to me. Paul said, if that's the man that is not teaching you the truth, don't follow that man. And the other thing is, even if he's telling you the truth, don't follow the man. Follow the truth. Because the man who's telling you the truth needs to be following the truth. And if he messes up and you're following him, you'll mess up. But if you're following the truth, you'll, you'll be able to help him get along too. But he says, if any man preach, and preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet, ple for if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Well, I want to be the servant of Christ. I want people to believe in the word of God. and I want to do my best to preach the truth of God's word. And if I mess up and you're studying it out and you can see it, you can help me. But churches, we're getting closer and closer to the end of time. And, and, and I say that not simply because of the current events, but because I believe with all my heart, I've said many times throughout my life that every day that we live is another day closer to either our, our going out of this walk of life to the Lord or the Lord's returning. It, it, it doesn't really matter. Every day is another day closer to one of their two events. We need to be making sure that we're right with the Lord and that we're prepared to meet him not based upon what anybody else has told you, but what does say it, the Holy Word of God. Based upon what God's Word has, has told you and I, and we can read it for ourselves. We can see it. The Bible says that it's not of any private interpretation. It, it, it's, it, it is given to all who will freely read it to get it. 
God doesn't hide his words and say, ha, 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 ha. There are those who are blind whom God has blinded intentionally, but there's coming a day when God will remove the blindfold from their eyes and they will see. But right now, you and I, the only reason we get blinded is because we allow the devil to blind us. Don't be blinded by the devil. Rather, be enlightened by Christ. The Bible says that he's the light of the world. He's our light. And, uh, you know, it's true. Bible said it. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. And they, they, they'd rather stay in the darkness instead of coming to the light that their deeds should be reproved. But I'm thankful for God reproving my deeds and showing me the truth, showing me the light. And I'm humbled by the fact that he's allowed people to support me in that and help me and uh, pray for me because I'm not perfect. One of these days, by the grace of God, by following his true word, we'll get there. Father, we thank you tonight for your love and mercy, and we thank you for your many blessings, and we pray, Heavenly Father, that your will would be done, your name would be glorified. Lord, touch and guide each and every heart tonight, Lord, that uh, seeking you out, Father, whether they are listening to us or somebody else who's telling them the truth, Father's not as important as whether or not they're seeking you and, and serving you. Lord, I pray tonight that you would just help us to hold close to you and hold close one to another in the days we're living in. We may be a strength and a guidance, Lord, one to another, showing you always before us, in us, and because, Father, your will to be accomplished in our lives will set us in the direction that we need to be. We ask you, Lord, now these things, and we praise you, Father, in Jesus' precious name, and amen. Amen. God bless you, and we hope to see you at the next appointed time.